Okay. <laughs> All right, it's a special dark meditation today. Just don't take a nap, please. Okay, everybody, we'll get started. I'm Diana Winston, and I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at MARC, the Mindful Awareness Research Center. Happy to be here with you all today. And we are here to practice mindfulness meditation, and mindfulness is about paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. Now, one of the outcomes of a mindfulness practice is more compassion. When they look at compassion and mindfulness, they're not the same thing. Mindfulness is, as I just defined it, compassion is more of an opening of the heart, a response to suffering and a desire to alleviate suffering. But when you practice mindfulness, some of the research shows that people ha uh, have more compassion directed towards themselves and directed towards others, and even results in more compassionate action, which is really interesting to see that there is a, there's actually physical, tangible changes when people practice. And I feel like the topic of compassion is so important these days where there's such division in our country and such hatred and disconnect and sense of demonizing each other. and how can we come to a place of compassion and do we want to come to a place of compassion? From a mindfulness perspective, I would argue that I'm very interested in the type of mind that we have. And what does our mind and heart feel like? Is our mind contracted and sense of separation and isolation? Or is it a mind of openness and care and love? And that's what I would like to see cultivated in my own heart and mind. So it's up to each of us to decide, especially when things are rough, right? It's hard to feel compassion, especially hard to feel compassion when you feel opposite to the way that many people are feeling in this country. So whatever side of the, the fence you're on today, there are about half the country that feels the opposite, or maybe it's a third, a third, and a third that is not responding, but anyway. So, but there's a lot of people who feel opposite you and it's very easy to be like, oh, those stupid, ignorant people, or those bleeding heart liberals, or those ignorant, you know, you know, we can make all these judgments, but actually that's not really serving anybody, and it's certainly not serving us. With compassion, compassion is based on understanding. And with understanding can come more compassion. And I often ask myself, when I'm not compassionate, what is it I don't understand? What is it I don't understand? So when someone is a nameless, faceless person that has done something bad, in my opinion, it's easy to hate them and very difficult to feel compassion. I was once driving down the street, and I was late to get to wherever I was going, and there were a lot of cars ahead of me slowed down, and I'm honking, and I'm really pissed off, and I'm trying to get forward. This is, of course, many years ago. And, um, and just when I get up sort of towards the front, I see that there's this 
idiot trying to make a turn from the middle lane into the left hand, like trying to make a left hand turn. And I'm just thinking, what a jerk. They're holding up me. They're holding up everybody. And I kind of inch forward. And when I get right beside them, I turn my head to look at them, and it's my friend. <laughs> and suddenly, my heart just opened. Oh, poor Sue. She's stuck. She can't make a left-hand turn. What's she going to do? It's a very, very different experience than that nameless, faceless, evil person who was blocking me from what I needed. So just reminding of this, how do we bring understanding? And this is maybe also relevant. We're going to meditate in a second. I'm kind of going on here, but let me just say this. This is relevant because it, my experience is that in most of our cases, we have family members closer out, further out family members who have very different opinions than us. And it's been extremely painful from talking to people. In my own experience, I was preaching peace and love all week, and then I found out my stepmother voted the opposite of me. And I almost, I don't know, I lost it big time. <laughs> and um, I'm still working with it. And yet, three days before that, I love her. I loved her then. And now, right now, she's my enemy. You know, the Dalai Lama often says, my friend, the enemy, right? He sees that he can love and there can be difference, right? But anyway, my commitment right now, I'm saying it in front of you, is to actually try to understand and to deeply listen with her and to sit down and just completely listen and hope that she'll completely listen to me in hopes that we can understand. And with understanding, there can be connection and compassion. That's my belief and my experience. So just putting that out there as we go into our practice today. So let's begin with uh, a bit of mindfulness practice. <sighs> to settle in and feeling our bodies present on this chair. Wherever we are right now, can we just be with things as they are? This is the promise of mindfulness practice. Whatever thoughts and emotions, concerns, we can have enough awareness to hold whatever is present for us. So just noticing your body and noticing what's happening. There's heaviness and lightness and warmth and coolness, vibration, tingling. There is likely areas for some people of discomfort, even extreme discomfort. But with mindfulness, we can simply notice what is present in this body right here and now. And if it's too intense, just find a part of our body that's at ease or feels a little bit better or more neutral. And just to notice this changing body, really feeling your feet on the floor, held by the earth.
supported, solid, sitting with dignity. making space for whatever is present inside you. We've noticed our body sensations. How about our hearts? What's present in our heart right now? Maybe right now there's a kind of numbness or nothing really going on. But maybe there's still residue from this last week. There might be grief, or anger, or fear, or overwhelm, or maybe joy, elation, excitement, motivation. What are you noticing in your emotional life right now? Just let that be here, making space. Whatever you're feeling is part of the human condition. There are no right feelings to be having in mindfulness. You notice your heart racing or your stomach clenched, your jaw tight. And as you notice these things, also just can deepen your breathing a little bit to invite in some relaxation softening. Presence. And how's your mind right now? You're all set and ready to meditate? Is it distracted, irritated, spacey? connected? Are you thinking about something you just can't let go of? Just to notice, we're bringing the capacity to know our experience to the present moment, to our body, our heart, and our mind. Compassion starts with ourselves. Can we let whatever is here be here? And if there's suffering, can we hold it tenderly? Can we hold it with kindness? And if your mind is feeling like it needs something to do, Then let's begin the practice of being with our breathing, feeling our breath in our bodies, breath after breath. If you're new, the breath is usually the most obvious in either your abdomen area, your chest, or your nose. So notice where you feel your breathing. Rising, falling, 
expanding, contracting, coolness, tingling. You can also listen to the sounds around the room as part of the meditation. Sounds coming and going. So for new people, the encouragement is to just pick one area to focus on. Your breath in your abdomen or chest or nose or the sounds, the ambient noise. Pick whichever is the easiest or clearest, doesn't matter. And the most fundamental way to do this practice is just to stay connected in the present moment, breath after breath, or sound after sound, feeling your breath, or listening to sound. And when attention wanders, because pretty much for most everybody, attention wanders, start thinking about everything else, and then we bring it back to the present moment, to the breath, or to the sound. And you just keep doing that. So for beginners, that's the simplest way, just staying with your breath or the sound. Attention wanders, noticing it, and coming back. For those of you with more experience, you may wish to just stay present with your emotions, feeling the emotions as they come and go. And maybe they're not present or not holding you, just go back to your breathing. You can notice the way our thoughts go into worst case scenarios or wherever they go and then come back to the present moment. Just opening your attention to what's live what's happening for you, noticing sound, noticing the ending of sound. So let's go into silent practice. Staying attentive, but also kind to yourself. You can't do this wrong. Let's just be with things as they unfold in our experience.
as we continue meditating, we'll do some compassion practice. Not only does compassion come through mindfulness, but it can be deliberately cultivated on its own. So let yourself bring to mind someone whom you love, who may be suffering in some way right now, someone who is fairly easy to feel compassion for. You don't have to pick the, the person where it's too challenging for you. Just we're going to give it a try. So see what happens. Who would you like to practice sending compassion to? Is easy. So you can see, sense, or feel this person, or even animal. Pets are fine. And maybe. Just remind yourself what it is they're suffering from. And as you remind yourself, in a sense, we're making contact with their suffering. So just breathe, take a breath. And as you exhale, imagine sending out the alleviation, the wishes for the alleviation of their suffering. You might say, may you be free from your pain and your sorrow. May you be free from your suffering. Breathe. Or you could say, I care about your suffering. I care about your suffering. And just notice the impact on you. You can try it a few more times. So just kind of making contact in your mind or with your breath, with how you think of their suffering. You might even imagine that it's surrounding them in some way. And as you breathe, you can contact it. So you inhale, and then as you exhale, just sending out compassion. May you be free from your suffering. I care about it. I care about your suffering. And notice how that feels inside you. Maybe there's an opening of our heart. And then let yourself bring to mind now, and this is just an experiment, someone who it's been hard to have compassion for. This could be someone you know really well, or a little bit, or someone you know about in theory, or read about. So just let that person come to mind. And reflect on what it is that they're suffering from. And you might ask yourself the question, what do I need to understand about this person? What do I need to understand 
And breathing in, just making some contact with what you imagine their suffering to be. And as you exhale, sending out compassion, may you be free from your sufferings. Or whatever words you want to use, maybe you have particular words that feel appropriate. May you be healthy, safe. May you not feel so separate. Whatever words, and just noticing what's happening inside you. I care about your suffering. Or maybe just, may I one day open to your suffering. May I one day open to compassion. Notice how you're feeling inside. Letting whatever is here be here. We can imagine that in this room or wherever people are listening, that we can create a field of compassion that goes from this room and just goes out, out, out in all directions. Alleviating suffering, wishing for kindness and peace and ease and reconciliation, and the healing of divisions. Just imagine that going out from the room across this country that's so bitterly divided, and the many countries that are struggling throughout this planet. May everyone everywhere, may everyone be free from their pain. May they be happy and peaceful and at ease. So whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. I think it's a radical act right now to practice compassion. So if it didn't feel right, like just, oh, no way, I couldn't do that. Don't worry about it. It was an experiment, experimenting with how it impacts our own bodies, hearts, and minds. And also, it's not about not standing up for what you believe in. We're not trying, not trying to turn you into mindful, compassion, love bunnies who just sit there and take whatever comes. No, you still stand up. But you do it from a place of compassion and connection and balance. Those are the most effective types of actions we can take. So anyway. Uh, so come to visit Mark, the Mindful Awareness Research Center. All sorts of classes, events coming up. We have mindful improvisation next Saturday. If you want to be mindfully improvising. And uh, Dan Siegel, Dr. Dan Siegel, who is one of the founders of our center, will be there and 
December 3rd. And when you exit on the right, there's more information about classes and programs. And I'll be out in the hallway if you have any questions. And thank you.